Are you working on your author career, but struggling to get that first book published? Does the goal of being an author seem too lofty? Or thoughts of having multiple books and making a full-time living are as fantastical as living in Cinderella's castle? Welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where aspiring authors can be heard. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have gotten their foot on the author career path. Hear what they've done to get there and where they want to go now. Settle back. It's time for a bit of inspiration and advice. Come listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. I appreciate you talking to me about all that. So let's move on to some great author stuff. And I love this because I always ask the authors, when you're writing, what products and services that you use, and you right away have journaling as part of that, that you had years Mm -hmm. worth of material already written. Right, right. So it's like fodder for the, (laughs) or or grist for the mill, you know what I mean? Like it it was just there. So I I think too, the habit was there, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. The habit of writing, like one of the things people say, you really have to make it a habit every day you sit down and you write. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So So. were these journals like paper that you wrote in with a pen or did you do it? those little journals that look like um the outside looks like a cow kind of black and white yeah, yeah, uh, yeah marbled yeah. kind of thing yeah that's all they were they weren't anything special they weren't any leather bound whatever they were just journals and i actually after i had a handful of them i was like i better start numbering these puppies i'm gonna get confused about everything i'm gonna have to go back and forth to figure out the chronology so i started numbering them and there were umpteen of them by the time i got to this so yeah. when you wrote the, the book, did you do it longhand or did you use a um, computer? No, I, okay. I typed. Although I used Google Docs and, and that was fine. But now in hindsight, I should have used Word because when it came right down to it, I ended up having to go, I changed to Word for the editing parts. And I, I think I would use Microsoft Word if I went forward at okay. this point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know some people do like Google Docs, if especially if they work collaboratively, because you can have yeah. multiple people getting yes. on. So, right, I've heard, right. and I, I hear Scrivener a lot too. So I hear it all over. Do, is there any you you read uh, that book and you found book launchers and they helped yep. with all that? Is there any other services you used for the writing or uh, that you like? Not that for you the want? writing, but I have. My website is done with Word, WordPress and Flywheel. And then my email service is through ConvertKit. I like ConvertKit a lot. I'm trying to think of anything else that I have used. Just ConvertKit was really good about organizing email com- campaigns and stuff like that. They were very, I like them. About it. And um, yeah. you're working with book launchers. Uh, what mm-hmm. are you doing to market the book? Are you doing the marketing? Are they doing it? Is it a combination? It's it's a combination. Marketing is hard. It's not something you should just dabble in. You, you really have to know what you're doing. And I struggled with it. At first, I, like, I was trying to make my own website, and it was shoveling sand against the tide. It was ridiculous. I was working so hard. And so frustrated, and I just like get to the end of the day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been so out of my depth. 
all day. And my husband finally is like, Trish, you are barely above water. You've got one nostril, maybe, and you're just trying to keep your head above, but you're not doing it. And he's like, you really should hire this out. So after I spent a truckload of time with Squarespace, I said uncle and I hired somebody else to do it. And it was so much easier. And I like hearing that because it's helpful to others. But so Squarespace is one of those that I hear a lot of people want to use, Mm -hmm, but I mm -hmm. try and say, the problem is you're stuck with it and your choices are limited. Once you want to move, it's even worse. So I try and encourage people not to do that to start with. And as you said, you spent a lot of time on it with subpar results, whereas just, it's, oh, I don't have the money to spend. But if you're getting subpar results, you're not going to make that money back either. So it's one of those things that I know can be difficult, but it's probably advisable to find someone good and to own the the, the site yourself. Yeah. The saying, stay in your lane, that's a stay in your lane thing. That is not my lane. I am not in that lane at all. And even just updating it, I've gotten my husband to get involved, like to update things or put things on there, but it's just, it's so not in my wheelhouse. And I just have to recognize that and accept it and yeah. then find a way around it. So that's, yeah, that's what I, that's what I did. Nice. Okay. So yeah. we mentioned marketing a little bit and that leads and the website and that leads right into the topic for the day is author platform. So author platform. that's a, a great choice, uh, especially for new authors. So why did you choose that as our topic? And tell us a little bit about your author platform. I I chose it because I I felt like I blew it. I didn't realize how early you need to start. That that is like really important. And well, to, to begin, let me just say this. Author platform, to make it super simple, it's who you are and who you can reach. That's all it is. Okay. And I didn't, I don't think I had any idea that I needed to make an author Facebook page and an author Instagram page and this and that and the other thing. And I just didn't know about that part. And so probably six months before I finished the book, I actually started a Facebook group called A Dose of Hope with Adopted and Special Needs Kids. And I post to it. And then once a month, I go on and do Facebook Live on there. And it's created a following of people that are interested in adoption issues, special needs kids, all that stuff. And it's created kind of a, a group of people that that have similar needs. And so that, that's what I mean. Like, who are you in your area? That's what pl- author platform is. Okay. So did uh, book launchers help point you into these are some of the things you should do or ideas or tell you, you have nothing? No, I, I actually, somebody else told me that earlier. I didn't find book launchers till I was well into the, the part where I was getting into editing and stuff. Somebody else told me that you really need to start thinking about your author platform. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Am I going to do a tap dance? What are you talking about? And yeah. Anyway, I've got an author page on Instagram, an author page on Facebook, and I have the Dose of Hope 
Facebook group. But now I, I totally agree. And that's one of the things I've worked on. I know a lot of others work on one of the pushbacks I hear from authors is I want to write. I don't want to run a business, but if you're not getting an agent and sending it out to random house and all the other publishers, then you are a business and you need to do these things. Yes. Um, and, and you agree with that? Yes. And, I, I don't know. Had somebody told me it was all this involved, maybe I would have shied away a little bit, but it was just like, it came Lord. Oh, and now you have to do this. Okay. And now you have to do that. Okay. <laughs> you know, and it's, you just realize how many things are involved in yeah. actually publishing a book. But you this Stephen, like 95% of the people that say they're writing a book don't finish it. Right. And 95% of them don't publish it. We're going down like this, right? I, I, like, I, yeah, I know some authors, they, they still have that mindset. And this is valid because this is the thinking of the general public is, oh, I wrote a book. Now Kevin Costner and everyone else will come, especially no. now. So, so you learned these things as you went, like the website, you, right. okay, here's what I'm going to do. Now I've learned, you did learn from that. Here's yes. what I need. I figured it out what I need. I figured out how to do it. And that's not for me. I'm hiring someone. So just about every other piece of this, you could hire someone too. Now you can't be spending $3,000 a month on all your marketing. On social media. Yeah, and all that. No. You're not going to probably make that back unless you're lots of books and you've right. hit the time seller list all, a lot. So you are learning all these things, but there are things you can hire out and things you can still learn from, like your Facebook page. It doesn't mm -hmm. take a lot to learn how to have a group on Facebook. And do you yeah. think that the people coming to the site are going and signing up for your mailing list, are buying your book, are telling others to buy your book? Is it helping? I think so. I've gotten feedback from some of them and, and a lot of them are moms that are, they can't sit down for six hours and read the book straight through, right? So they're going more slowly. And, and then I had another woman say that she was reading it slowly because she was just trying to savor it and think it through. I had another mom say, like I read and I'd never wanted it to end, but at the same time, I wanted to see how it came out. So yeah, I I think so. I think I, I've gotten some reviews that that sound like people that that might be on my show. But also, another thing I think that authors need to be mindful of is not just putting content out there on social media, which is good, and you have to do it, and you have to do it consistently. But you also need to engage in other people's content. So let's say. I have a bunch of hashtags that I work off of and I go into that hashtag and I just start seeing who other, the other people that are posting in that hashtag, nobody else is doing hashtag eight. It was enough. That's all mine. But if I go into hashtag foster parenting or hashtag special needs, mom or hashtag adoption journey, etc., I'll go through and I find stories and I'll write to people or somebody's struggling with something and I'll just write to them. I today, and it's called engagement, by the way. <laughs> I didn't know the word, but they said, you need to do engagement. I go, okay, teach me. And I learned that that's not something they can do for me. 
I need to be the one because I'm the one that has content in here. I'm the one that has it in my head. I'm the one that has the lived experience. They can't do the engagement. They've never adopted a kid or they've dealt with an IEP or they've never dealt with a tantrum or whatever. So today I was engaging with a woman that was adopting a little boy that was 14 months old. It was a young mom that she never attached to this little guy. I don't know how in 14 months, but anyway, she gave me the story about how this woman is is contacting her a lot and she might ask about the baby but mostly she talks about her troubled life and she started to talk about different things and I was like this young mom has arrested development it's clear as a bell but this lady didn't see it and I said I don't know if you've ever heard of the term arrested development but this besides woman the TV probably show. besides the TV show She probably had a traumatic event that occurred when she was like 13, and she is forever 13. So when you speak to her, you need to talk like you're talking to a 13-year-old. And you probably are going to want to try to steer her towards some professional help because she's going to ask for more and more of your time. And going forward, what you set up now is how it's going to go forward, and you don't want that to happen because it's going to it's going to get huge. Right. And I knew that because I dealt with birth moms before. I knew that because I'd been through some different things. My publisher can't do that; she right. has no idea. And then, two, uh, sometimes I'll get instant messenger messages from people that that watch the show, and they just they need input on their specific situation. And sometimes I'll tell them, give me your phone number. We just need to talk. And and that's fine too. But that's what it is. It's all a kind of a, like a support system. And, and that's really what I wanted it to do anyway. So this is a bit of a leading question because uh, I, okay. I know where your answer is going to go. So you're engaging with other groups, other people on Facebook mm-hmm. and probably Twitter, anything else uh, with similar interests or problems. but you're not, hey, buy my book. Hey, buy my book. This is what you Never. should do. It's, it's actually talking and being a part of the community. Right. How exactly. does that sell your book, though? That's the, the question. Well, like, when I post on my, my Dose of Hope page, if it's something like, this is just a quote that I say, this is not somebody else's <laughs> quote, and I'll make a meme out of it, and I'll put Trisha K. Campbell at the bottom. Because my husband told me, people steal your content if you don't do that. So I'm like, okay. So one of the things I always say is children are books to be read, not to be written. And some people see kids as a blank slate they're going to write on. I'm like, yeah, that's not right. (laughs) Um, And so I always say kids are books to be read, not to be written. And so I have a meme. And then I'll put hashtag, it was enough, hashtag adoption journey, hashtag special needs mom, special, whatever, all these different hashtags. And then sometimes what happens is the person will go back to my author page and they'll find me and they'll see that there's a website and then they connect to the website and da, 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 like that. So I'm not, you just assume that selling your book is going to be a, a side gig of that. Right. right? I agree. It's, yes. Yeah, you don't. You, you're not doing it to sell books. You're doing it to help people, and then 
that does you know, sell and, the books. It, yeah, yeah, and it, that you, sells the books. You're not writing the book because you are necessarily, you're not engaging in telling people, I wrote this book, this is what I did. You're actually interested. This is right. a topic you're interested in. And, and this applies, right. I think, to nonfiction a little more than fiction, but you're obviously in there because you enjoy it and it's something you're comfortable mm -hmm. with. You're mm -hmm. knowledgeable about it. You want to help others pat, pay it forward, mm -hmm. all that. And, and mm -hmm. that comes through. So you've made yourself the expert also that you're not getting on. And I, you've hit them too. How many people are on their trolls that, Oh Ugh. yeah, that method sucks. Go try this method. Oh, it so happens that I resell it. You, you get that. I, I've had lot. to block some people though. Like some people that would, be mean like I had to block them some people that are just not necessarily even to me like to people on my thing like that I would be like no we yeah. don't do that here and you just have to which is unfortunate but for whatever reason people think on social media they can just be rude yeah, yeah. And, and, well, so. the side note uh, I've told some other authors that get like a one-star troll review and I'm like, did you click on the person's name? Because most of the time you do that and they have either two reviews and they've never done anything else. They just, it's an account created to slam those two books or uh, whatever, or they have 50 uh, reviews and every single one of them is a one star complaining about something. My God. It's so often, but yeah, w when you're engaging with the people on there, I'm working on doing the same thing. I, I okay. with my books, I want to work with middle grade kids and to okay. help them not just write, but to be prepared for the future work world. Because mm -hmm. when they hit 18, going out for a job is completely different than what we had going to look for our first job. It, yeah. it, some of them don't exist. The, the entry level jobs aren't there. Or they're like, we have 500 applicants for this job. And some of these people have experience. You don't. We're hiring them. So you, you yeah. work for 20 years to get an entry level job. So anyway, my point is I'm trying to engage with the parents uh, without coming across as, hey, by the way, I do this to make money, the books or the the talks oh, and stuff. Yeah. It's that yeah. balance that you don't want to seem smarmy, like I'm only here for this, but right. I, I know what I'm talking about and I want to talk about it because I'm that interested that it's a part of my life and business. It's a right. weird, hard balance sometimes, especially when you're yeah. dealing with kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I imagine so. And you're trying to teach kids to write. Is that what you're doing? Partly, or yeah. Trying I, to... my, my new tack is um, I, I'm working with, I want to work with more kids to teach them writing narratives for video games because it's becoming a huge oh. market and nobody really talks about that. And so I I think some of these kids that have a rough time in school or don't see where the future is or anything, I love video games. You mean I can write a story and it becomes a video game? It, so it's one a skill to interest them and get some of these yeah. kids that may not do so well in school, but they they like video games. Got it. So, okay, but that's interesting, huh? So have you ha ever had anyone? accuse you hey you're only here because you want us to buy your book nice so i've never had anybody specifically do that i'm sure that there are people that think that or whatever 
and honestly, my husband and I both were like, you know what? At this point, it's a zero sum game. Gain is, I don't know how much money we've spent on this book, but, and that's fine. But we, it was more like we want it out there for what it can do. It's not to make money. So hopefully it does so that, that we don't lose. But at the same time, it's okay. It's more. Now, now you're online. You're helping others through various mm-hmm. social medias, your own group mm-hmm. uh, that you mm-hmm. run. And that have you thought about other avenues that are connected? For example, talks or going into, I don't know, what, where the, the classes where they're talking to the high school kids about parenting and stuff. Or, you know, mm. what, you know, just, I'm sure if we sat here and brainstormed, we'd probably think of 50 different things. Yeah. But have you thought about any of those types of things? Like in connection? speaking, like uh, professionally speaking kind of thing? Yeah. I could. I, I, I don't have trouble doing that. I Like I told you, I started out as a high school teacher anyway, so that if you can do that in front of a bunch of teenagers, <laughs> you can talk to anybody. <laughs> They're a tough crowd. Yeah, I definitely could do that. But at this point, I'd say we just launched the book in December and and we're trying to get all this marketing stuff off the ground. And I I guess I need to do more of these kinds of things like with you. And there's a a radio station that's like a live call-in radio station that wants me on this month. And so that'll be interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But once I think once we get all this initial stuff off the ground, maybe I could figure out like how to design a talk that's around the book or or whatever. I, I definitely could talk to to kids about you want to wait till you're married and you want to wait to to do this whole thing. It's it's no it's not for the faint of heart. I. I- I, I I mostly had two raised and that was time consuming and difficult enough. I can't even imagine eight uh, <laughs> growing up. And I yeah. assume most of them were fairly young when you adopted them. Oh yeah. Nobody was over four. Oh, um, we, the oldest was four. And then we had one that was almost three, one that was 10 months, one that was six days and oh. one that was four days. Wow. Old. So yeah, they were little and yeah, it's it. And at one point the kids were zero to 14 and now they're 22 to 36. We've got um, 14 to 26. Got it. Nice. All right, Trisha, it's been great talking about your book and we are going to do a chapter read, but do you have (laughs) any last minute advice for new authors before we sign off here? Hmm. Advice for new authors. I'd say number one, get it out. Sit down and write and just get it out. Don't rewrite. Don't edit. Just get it out. I I tended to rewrite and edit as I went because I was trying to remember where I was. So my other recommendation would be make yourself a note of where you were in the narrative so you can just jump right in instead of going back and getting stuck into the editing thing, which you shouldn't do. Make yourself a little note and you just proceed. I, I, I totally agree. I've, I've heard more and more uh, authors who spent a long time 
redoing their book over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know I've done that to some degree, but I also learned a lot from doing that. And I've fallen away from that. And I think at some point you either get comfortable and feel like you've learned enough and it's time to get the book out and move on to the next book. Uh, uh-huh. Or you stay stuck in that because it's a hobby and maybe you just enjoy writing and I don't and, know. And, but, and massaging the heck out of every sentence or something. Yeah, right. I don't, yeah. I, I am not that person, but right. I'm a type A person though. I would also say start your author platform sooner. I, I messed that up. Get marketing help. That's not in our wheelhouse. I, creative, the author people are, that's not their wheelhouse. And what other thing would I say? The other thing I think is for me, I, I don't know if, if you found this, book launchers, because they have a marketing department, I have liked the fact that I have all these things in one place and they're coordinating each other because they're, they're all interacting. Mm-hmm. So if you had, so if you wanted writing help and you got it here and then you needed publishing help and you got it there and then you need marketing help and you got it there, it's uh they're not connected whereas for with book launchers i was able to i could access any of those kinds of things all along the process and they were all interconnected and they're all coordinated nice so that i thought that was helpful right well trish it's been a great talking about the book today it sounds wonderful and uh i i i'm very pleased to know somebody who has done all that work to help five kids that may have had a rougher life. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you. 